Uh, if you may not know, uh, I'm Brian Robertson. I'm the lead pastor here at the church. Glad, glad and grateful to have you uh, with us worshiping. This is one of my favorite days in our church calendar as we not only stand with, uh, we're going to have seven individuals deciding to make public their faith and a decision to follow Jesus with their whole life. And so that's a wonderful event. We're going to get to that in a little bit later. But it's also a day where we get to celebrate and commission a team of ours that is going to be sending out as we go out. So you've heard us say this phrase or this kind of thing uh, a lot, especially these last couple of months, last couple of years or so, uh, that we have been called to be a sent people. In other words, the blessing that we have, the understanding of God that we have in our own lives is not just for us, but it is to transform us to be participants with God in his unfolding work in the world, both in Lima, Allen County, wherever you find yourself, whatever job or whatever calling you may find yourself in here, but also that we are called to bring that good news of life in, in God's eternal kingdom to the far reaches land of the world. Uh, we do that through uh, sending missionaries. We do that through supporting missionaries. We do that through uh, different kinds of trips that we can take to Honduras and to other places. Uh, today, actually next Sunday, we hours of the morning, a group of us are going to be heading down to Columbus to jump on a plane and take a long travel clear across the planet and we're going to land in Uganda and spend two weeks serving, caring, praying and bringing uh, gospel life and, and good news to the people in Uganda, supporting our long-term missionaries that have been there for a number of years, the Stevensons, Tim and Colleen Stevenson. Uh, and so this is a wonderful day. Not only are we celebrating with those that are making the decision to be baptized, to make public their faith in the waters of baptism later this afternoon, uh, but also for us to stand and to be reminded that the good news of life in God's kingdom is available for anyone, not just those of us in this family, not just those in America, not just those in our sphere, but all around the world. And our calling as followers of Jesus is to participate with God to see his unfolding goodness and righteousness and justice uh, happen across the world. So, for those of you who are on the Uganda team, I think everyone, uh, maybe one or two, are we missing one or two, Bob? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Everybody here? <laughs> well, if you're here and you're on the Uganda team, why don't you guys start working your way up here? Uh, and we're gonna, when those guys are coming, they're all wearing, I'm not wearing, I'm going, but I'm not wearing our t-shirt, sorry about that. Oh, I know, oh, I know, yes. I know, wow, I know. I'll slum it around. The, uh, uh, we're going to be leaving, like I said, on Sunday, a week from today, uh, like at 2 o'clock or something in the morning, we meet and we drive down and then we fly for three days or something crazy and we get there uh, eventually. So this is a team that's going to be heading. If you're a, one of our uh, elders and you're here, I'm going to invite you to come up as well. We're just going to commission uh, this team. So elders, once you start making your way up, thank you. There you go. I see a couple of you. Uh, and so family, friends, this is uh, an extension. We talk about this kind of stuff and we want you to see this uh, visibly, right? That uh, these of us that, that are able to go, uh, many of you have been praying, have been financially supporting, have been working behind the scenes to make sure that something like this is capable of happening. So we, those of us that are going, don't take that for granted we don't take it lightly we recognize that we are an extension of the crossroads family and as we go uh you go uh, and as we bring the light of jesus we bring the welcome and the and the uh ways of jesus that you all need to bring and and be able to, to extend that as well so with that being said we're just going to pray for our uganda team 
uh, and then we'll uh, we'll continue on the deal. So I'm going to invite you guys to pray alongside us. But if you would, uh, just extend a hand like this. It's kind of a, a symbol of blessing. Uh, and so it's a biblical notion. It's just a sense of saying, I, I bless you. I want the Spirit of God to be upon you as you go uh, on this trip. And so I'm going to pray uh, for the team and for us as we go. Uh, and if you can just join me in that endeavor, we'll go. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We pray for this team. We know that you have crafted us together. You have brought us together and you have great plans. Uh, we just suggest or we just ask that you would uh, be with us, that you would guide and you would give us safe travel, that you would help our physical bodies to be healthy, our emotions, our spirits to be in alignment with you. Help us to care and to see each individual uh, on the team and in Uganda and even in the airports as we travel. Uh, as each individual is, as a representative or a, uh, someone who's been made in your image and that we may love and extend your grace to those we encounter and that we would be different as a result of this trip. We thank you for our church family, for the those that are sending us. We pray that we would walk in your steps. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, team, you guys can grab a seat. If you guys want to give them a round of applause. That's One of the other ways in which we worship, we talk about this. Yeah, I say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we talk about this fairly often, but not often enough. Uh, I think sometimes one of the ways in which we worship, we worship by giving of our song and by giving our mouths and, and our and our and our um, singing. We also worship by serving. When we're able to go to Uganda, that's an that's a form of worship. We're exalting God as the highest. Uh, uh, to be worshipped so uh, going and serving in that direction is a form of worship um, also a form of worship is standing with people encouraging them through baptism so your act of being here is an act of worship but also an act of worship is an act of giving of our tithes and offerings to, to sacrifice sacrificially give uh, to the work of God's kingdom both here in Lima Allen County and in places like Uganda and Honduras and San Francisco Bay Area and other missionaries that we're able to support along the way and that this is an act of worship it's a spiritual act of worship declaring that God has sovereignty and kingship uh, over all of our lives even how we handle our resources and our funds and so I'm going to say a prayer our ushers are going to uh, pass a little bucket down the road if you have come prepared don't feel obligated but if you've come prepared to worship in that regards, and you would like to give of your tithes and your offerings, we're going to have an opportunity for that. There'll just be some buckets that'll be passed out loud. But I'm going to say a prayer for us, for our community, for churches, for missionary partners, for people that, that we would extend God's goodness through that, and that these monies would be multiplied. That God would use what was given today to not only bless us, but to bless those that, the, that can be recipients of that. So let's pray together, and then we'll receive today's offering. Jesus, we are again humbled and amazed by you and I pray that you would work your spirit in our life more fully, that we would be in alignment with you, that we would walk with you, that we would give and sacrifice for you. We pray for the Stevensons and Harta Honduras and the Driggers and other ministry partners and the, the people in Lima, Allen County, the people that are outside of our region, that they would reach people with the good news of your grace. I pray for the churches that are gathered this morning, many of whom are gathering in buildings and not in outside like we are. We pray for safety for them as they gather. 
pray for your uh, fresh pouring on their gathering that they would be uh, filled with your goodness and worshiping you pray for our friends at Lima Community Church as they are exploring new leadership and, and for the right pastor to come in and take them the next season Lord I pray for the right decision and a good transition there that people would know you deeply pray for our friends at Cornerstone of Hope and the life and the hope that they give people through counseling services and therapy stuff and group sessions I pray that those would be life giving for people and that we would see people come to a whole healing emotional, physical, spiritual healing through that ministry we pray for us. We pray for not only that those of us who are, are standing in this place, but those that are gathered online and those that just couldn't make it out here to the amphitheater. Pray that we would be in obedience to you. And as we give back to you through our song and through our worship and through the giving of our tithes and offerings, that you would be magnified, glorified, and worshipped in our life. That we would see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Praise God from the blessings flow. Let's just let the vocals. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above in heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy.
Well, the uh, Bible is pretty clear that while God created us for a deep, meaningful, eternal relationship with Him, things went awry. Things did not go according to what God's desire was, that we walked away from Him. Uh, in the very beginning of the scriptures, we're told that there's a, uh, a break in the relationship. And since that break has happened, there's a, there's a consequence and there's a fallenness. There's an aspect that our life is not all that we have been created to live. We've been living with a sense of, of brokenness, broken relationships between us and those of us, the other people between us and God and us and the created world. But God, even in the very beginning, had a plan of restoration, of reconciliation, of mercy, of grace that he enacted at the very beginning for you and for me. The simple message is that you and I, regardless of how far we've been following Jesus or not, that we matter to God, that our lives matter to him. That he desires us to have an eternal life, both now and to the rest of eternity. And that can only be made possible if there's a sacrifice and if there's a reconciliation. For there was a, a break of relationship. There has to be forgiveness. There has to be mercy. When there's a break, there has to be something to reconcile that break. To mend that which was once whole, now fractured. Jesus, the eternal Son of God, became flesh, dwelt among us, took upon himself the sin of the entire world to mend that which was broken. And as the Apostle Paul says, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, rescued, mended, made whole. And that salvation is not just something that is a one-time thing like, okay, whoop, we're done, but it's an ongoing healing that happens in our heart, in our soul, in our mind, in our bodies, that we would become eternal living beings that have a destiny in God's good universe. But all of that is not on our own behaviors, not because we've earned it or because we've managed our sin well enough or because we've, we've done enough penance or we've done enough penalties or we've paid enough things or, or you know fines in order to kind of get this eternal God off our back. All of that availability of God's eternal life is made possible because of the life, the ministry, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Everything hinges on Jesus. And so each of us have a decision to make with our, in our lives. Each of us has a decision to, to either continue to live life under my control, under my governance, or to submit my life to yield my life, to give my life under the leadership and the governance of the Almighty Jesus. To surrender, let go of my life. Jesus says in one way, he says, anyone who wants to hold on to their life will end up losing it. But anyone who willingly gives up their life for my sake will actually find life, eternal life, both experienced now and for the rest of Eternity. So there is this great gift that is offered to each and every one of us, this gift of an eternal kind of life, equality of life that is of eternal nature that will last 
for the rest of eternity, not just for the 60 or 70 or 80 years that we live on this time, but for the rest of eternity. But all of that is based on grace. For God doing for us what we could not do for ourselves, taking on the sin and the penalty of sin that we could not pay for ourselves, he takes it on himself. And in the greatest act of love this world has ever or will ever see, Jesus, the eternal Son of God, takes upon himself the sin of the world, willingly endures the scorn, the scoffing, the pain, the ridicule, the death that our sin deserved, that your sin deserved. And in the greatest expression of love ever seen, he outstretched his hands and he willingly took it all and he endured it. He stared it in the face. And victoriously on Sunday, Easter Sunday, he rose conquering death and sin and the grave eternally. For as the David would write in the Psalms, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O grave, is your sting? You have nothing over me. For my victory has been won in Jesus. That is life eternal. That is what we're invited to. And is that proclamation when people submit their lives to the leadership and the kingship of Jesus, not just to get a ticket someplace eternally, but to submit their entire lives to learn from Jesus how to live eternally. It's that decision that these individuals, these seven individuals are celebrating, making public that declaration, profession of faith made public by baptism. That's what we're celebrating today. A decision by these individuals to say, it's not my will. I'm going to submit my life. And in submitting my life to the kingship and the ways of Jesus, I find eternal life. The gift of peace and hope and joy and eternal life that starts now and lasts for the rest of eternity. And so we're going to have these guys in a moment. We're going to have them stand up here and we're going to pray for them. We're going to walk around the lake. We're going to see them get baptized into the waters. But for you who are not going into the waters. I want to ask you about your life with God. I want to ask you about your life and how's it going? Are, are you trying to maintain some semblance of control in your life or have you readily and immediately and regularly submitted your life to the will of the Father? And can I just tell you that our God is a good God, that he is patient with you, that he is loving and kind, slow to get angry anger, angry, and abounding in love. That it was his act of kindness. It was his act of mercy when you and I did not deserve it. That reached out of eternity and made a way for you and I to have life. An eternal kind of life. And if you have never made that decision either privately or publicly I'm going to invite you to watch and listen to the stories read the stories in the worship folder watch the baptisms and consider your life and where it is you're going and what is it that's driving you in your life and can I just invite you to consider that life with Jesus is the most eternal abundant life giving fruitful life that you will ever experience for it is the life you were made for originally and it is the only way that you can have the abundance of peace and hope and joy in a world that's topsy-turvy. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 28, and I'm going to read it, just it's probably 
familiar to you, but Jesus says it this way in Matthew chapter 28, that all authority in heaven and earth have been given to me. Therefore, this is after his resurrection. Therefore, talking to his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Just really briefly, I want to touch on a couple things here. Jesus is telling his disciples, right as he's about to ascend to the Father, this one commandment, go and make disciples. Disciple, a disciple is a student, or in our language, is an apprentice. Go make apprentices of me, he says. Go help people to learn how to follow me, to, to follow me in all of the ways. So make disciples, not don't make people make decisions uh, like a mental ascension or, or just a, a believe a certain thing. But make disciples of me, of all nations. And then when you make someone, or when someone makes a decision to follow me, then baptize them. Baptizing them into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's an eternal tri trinity, triuneness of the Godhead. Father, Son, and Spirit. And that's important because you all who are not being baptized play a significant role today. Because when we baptize into the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit, we are being baptized into community, into a fellowship, into a family, into a relationship. And so it's not just these seven individuals who are being baptized, but they are being baptized into a family. And you, as a Crossroads extended spiritual family, are the family that they are welcomed into. And so it's not just making a decision to follow Jesus, but it's being welcomed into a family. And then Jesus gives us this promise, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So while we do this, while you stand and witness and testify and celebrate these seven individuals' decision to make public their profession of Jesus, you welcome them into the church family. You, we walk with them, and we know that Jesus is walking and with us all the days. Surely I'm with you always, leading us to a life of eternal significance, both now and to the rest of eternity. That's what we're doing. That's what we're about. Our mission as a, as a church is very, pretty simple actually. It's to invite people to apprentice themselves after Jesus. Inviting you, wherever you are in a spiritual journey, to follow Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus, for it is only in him that you will have an eternal kind of life, both now and the rest of eternity. And when you decide to apprentice yourself to Jesus, you are baptized, welcomed into the nature, the family of God, both here at Crossroads and the global historical church. And that's what we do today. So I'm going to invite all seven of you guys. I'll make sure I get your names right in right order. So Ron, Logan, and Dixon, Cudworth, why don't you guys make your way up here. Matt, Wyatt, Sawyer, Taylor, why don't you guys make your way up here. And Jonah Briggs, make your way up here. And then elders, again, if you guys want to make your way up here as well. You guys stand right up in front here. As these guys are making their way up here, uh, these, these guys have all uh, made a profession of, of faith, of belief in Jesus. And we sat together, we talked about baptism, about what it means to follow Jesus, not just for these moments, but for a whole life. And they have made a decision today 
to make public, not private, but public their decision to follow Jesus. And it's a celebration that we want to honor and, and walk into the waters of baptism. So let's pray a uh, blessing over them. Again, if you would extend a hand uh, to bless them, and uh, we'll pray over them, and we'll go from there. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it is with humility and with uh, great gratitude that we commit these seven to you. Their decision to follow you, to know you, to learn how to walk in more obedience to you. I pray for those that are in, of the younger age. I pray that they would continue. This, this decision will not be one that was made in haste, but that they would continue to walk. And that men and women and older people would come alongside these younger ones. To mentor them and walk alongside them. And for those adults that are being baptized, would we find spiritual mentors in our life? That, we, that can walk with us and teach us how to be better husbands, better dads, better followers of you. That we give and we submit our lives to your leadership, your kingship. We're so grateful for the blood shed on the cross for us to reconcile and to make us new and to give us eternal life. We pray that this baptism would honor you and glorify you always. In your name pray. Amen. If you would give them a round and you guys can grab a seat. And then for all of us, just stand together. Let's sing one song in response to what God is doing today. Then I've got some instruction for us before we head over.
You guys can grab some. So I'm going to give you some instructions about how we're going to do uh, the baptism and then the cookout and the games and all the other stuff that's going on for the afternoon. So hopefully you've got plenty of time and space to hang out and to connect with each other. Uh, there are uh, opportunities sometimes when we have two different services and sometimes you don't get a chance to see each other. So I want to super encourage you to find somebody during this afternoon when we do the cookout and everything, to find somebody that you may not know all that well, maybe somebody you haven't seen in a long time, reconnect with them, reintroduce yourself to them. Again, there may be uh, somebody that you don't know all that well, so reach out, go walking over to them, feel free in the line or, or grab a seat. Some of you guys I know have got your, your chairs, so those will be helpful at the shelter houses, but just to try and reach out and let's be an extended family uh, and to find somebody that you can connect with and, and do that as well. But here's how it's gonna go. Uh, either get in your cars and go, or I think, uh, I don't wanna speak to, I don't see Bob, are you gonna bring the bus around? Perfect. The bus, uh, the church bus is going to be over here in this parking lot. So if you need some extra assistance to get over to the lake, then you can jump in the bus over here and it'll take you around. Otherwise, we're going to walk right around this fenced lake. There's an entrance right over by the like the bathroom area. We're going to walk in there. We got to do it fairly quickly uh, because we're going to need to exit the lake area and then the the metro guys are going to come in and reopen it for people to come swimming this afternoon so we need to come go in it's just for us and then we need to exit everyone needs to exit out and if you want to come back in and swim you just pay your entry fee and then you can go back in and swim afterwards uh, and we'll go from there the food and everything hot dogs hamburgers uh, and all the fixings and everything that goes with that is going to be at a shelter house that's uh just i don't know what direction that is but i'm gonna say that way <laughs> Pass. yes yeah, that way, past the parking lot. So as you go around to where the parking lot, there's a shelter house, you'll see some guys that are cooking up there, there's the food and everything's gonna be welcomed up there. If you wanna play volleyball or some other games, the shelter house, let's go over on that direction across the street, we have that reserved as well. So if you wanna spread out, you can go over there, play some volleyball, do some stuff, hang out in that direction. But that's kind of the plan. We'll walk around, we'll do the baptism first and then walk up to the shelter houses for lunch and do that as well. Hopefully that's as clear as possible and no one ever has any questions when I give directions. So it should be perfect. All right, let me pray and we'll dismiss us out and then we can walk over for the baptism. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, almighty, everlasting, triune God, it is into your fellowship and life that we submit ourselves. And so these people that we celebrate, these seven individuals, we stand with them and, and are honored that your you're working, you're working in them to a place where they want to put their faith in you. So be with us this afternoon. Bless the food of our bodies. Give us the nutrients, energy, strength that we can serve and welcome each other into this new family here at Crossroads. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, we'll see you guys right over there.